0: plushcare.com slash weight loss this podcast is about sex if you're faint-hearted or easily offended you might not want to listen but you should join me tracy cox and kelsey chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast Tracy is an
1: international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships.
0: Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week we answer three anonymous
1: sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners, and nothing is off limits. Here's sex talk.
0: welcome to sex talk it's me introducing you for a change other than kelsey she's so much better at it anyway we have some good questions for you we're getting lots of feedback lots of good questions and what have you been up to this week kelsey
1: i've just been living my best life trying to do the things <laughs> that we talk about on the podcast trying new things yes we do do the things by the way no i was just telling you i I'm gonna, you know, I've gotta get on I've gotta get on dating apps and just like put myself out there a little bit, even though it makes me want to throw up in my mouth. I'm gonna Mm. do it anyway because just meeting people. I think last week we talked about just getting outside of your comfort zone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good idea. I'm I'm doing
1: that very well in bed right now, but I need to do it online. I need to I need (laughs) to just keep enjoying this time where I'm not tied down completely and you know, just get outside of my comfort zone. Oh, the field is disgusting some days, but that's
0: okay. I'll keep going. Listen, it's all very exciting. As well. At least you get to relive the beginning bit when you do meet somebody yeah. new. Because the beginning bit's lovely, isn't it? I like the end bit as well. I like the, the end. Good. I yeah. like the end bit. I like having Anything a partner.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: All right. Here we go. You will.
1: Quicker than you know. Just so you know, Tracy's not only my podcasting partner, but she's my number one coach and cheerleader, and I'm grateful. Oh, all right. Here we
0: are. Vice versa.
1: Here we are. Okay. First question, we are the couple that everyone either envies or pities. We've only ever had sex with one partner, each other. We've been very happily married for 15 years so far. We're in our mid-30s, and the sex is great. Well, I think so anyway. I do worry that my partner feels like he's missed out by not playing the field, being a man. I've asked him, and he says he's perfectly happy, and why would he want anyone else when I'm so sexy? He says all the right things, but I still get paranoid that he's going to cheat or leave me because he didn't get to sleep around. What are your thoughts? <laughs>
0: <laughs> why? What? What are you thinking?
1: Well, I mean, I guess, I guess I would wonder why he never had sex before you. I don't know if it's well, both a, of
0: them didn't. Both of I know, them didn't.
1: but sometimes the guy. Yeah, I mean, I wonder was that a religious thing? Did you guys not believe in? Did you have sex once you were married?
0: Yeah, Are interesting. You,
1: you know, what, what, what made you... I only had sex with one person before I got married.
0: I was about to say, because I was about to say you were pretty close to that. So, yeah, I was... So I just wonder... But good but my, news anyway.
1: Yeah, but my, my husband had slept with like 100. So he yeah. had gotten it out of his system. But it's interesting to... I don't know. I, I think it matters what type of personality you guys have. Is he the guy that is very happy with that? Or would he have liked to? You might want to ask that question.
0: Yeah. Well, she has. And he's come back and said no. And it really, all right, really interesting. I wanted you to go first because all the old studies about this said that people who would got it out of the system, had loads of sex before they got married, were meant to be happier than people who didn't because of the FOMO, fear of missing out. And it was women as well as men, not just men. But there, over the last probably three years or so, there's been this growing body of research that says it's actually quite the opposite. Mm. And that people who are really sexually inexperienced and have only ever slept with one person. So we're talking that sexually inexperienced, exactly the, the couple that the, the lady who's written in, the woman who's written in, that it's quite the opposite in that if you, the more partners you have, pre-marriage right and this has been standard for a while the lower the relationship satisfaction and the higher the rate of divorce so it works in reverse to what you think and there's been a really good news study which kind of cemented all this which I found and they specifically looked at sexually inexperienced people who had only had sex with their spouse they were more likely to have right I'm going to list them all off higher quality sex that's satisfying Higher level of emotional closeness, more enduring marriages, twice as likely to say that they're satisfied with sex, and three times more likely to say they've never contemplated divorce. And they reckon the reason why is because if you've had lots of lovers, there's a risk of comparison. So if you've any ever slept with Nate, you're not going to mm. be thinking, God, that waiter on the beach in bloody Spain was fantastic. True. You know, I can't stop thinking about him. There's more likelihood of exes contacting you. And also it suggests a different moral code, which is what you talked about at the beginning. So the couples who tend to only have sex with each other do come from backgrounds that perhaps are more moral, to for want of a better word, who tend to put off when they have sex, even if they have sex before marriage, it tends to be later on. So they're focusing more on... A good foundation, the shared values and goals, getting on, you know, because once sex comes into the picture, everything else goes out the window and you just focus on that. So maybe they've built a better foundation in the beginning. So it could be that. But I think that, I think I love, you know what I loved about this? I love that when she said to him, Do you feel like you've missed out? He didn't say, Why would I want anyone else? Because I love you. He said, Because you're sexy. And I think that's a big distinction. And I also think that there are plenty of ways to experiment with sex that don't involve other bodies in the bed. So I would say so long as she's, they're both adventurous sexually, so long as they're having enough sex to satisfy both of them, most importantly, so long as they can talk about sex easily and that they can suggest new things to each other, I think fine. Who cares if you haven't slept with other people?
1: I mean, I was her, basically. And mm. I mean, I had sex with one other person, but it was like nothing. I actually loved, I loved my husband. I, I mean, sex was a way to connect. I don't remember thinking of sex as like this wild physical thing. I remember it was something I did with someone I loved and I, I didn't do it as much as I, I wish I had, not because I didn't enjoy it, but because I was overwhelmed with other stuff. Yeah. So it sounds comparison. like they, ha- yeah, it sounds like, you know, there's something about really, loving one person and being like, I feel so safe with you. And I feel so loved and so protected. And, you know, I, that was how I lived most, most of my life. And I think for Nate, although he slept with a bunch of people, he actually, I remember after we slept together and he was like, this is what I'd been waiting for. No, oh. like this this connection, not 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 what I did in bed. That hadn't that wasn't what he was waiting <laughs> he for. Was that good, but he was like, I've been looking for this. Out of all those hundred <laughs> women, I was having fun, but I was also looking for this connection, which is bigger than the physical one. And that kind of sounds like what they have. Be
0: be happy, don't you think? I just think she should be really proud.
1: No, and I do agree. The girls that I know that slept with a lot of people, now that they're married, they're really bored by their married sex because they had such great like one night stands, which I never had. So I do think you're right that the research mm. says they feel like they're missing out whereas I never I never had that experience.
0: Mm. So I think that she should and it doesn't sound like I think she's just being paranoid. I think she's catastrophizing when she doesn't need to. So I think she should just relax. And we've had this discussion before that, in my view, when I look around people that I know really well, the two best relationships are those like hers, where they've got together very young mm-hmm. and stayed together, or when you've had loads of sex and then you had so much sex, you've had your full, <laughs> and you're actually at the point where, you know what, I'm going to just settle down with the person and look for love this time. So later life relationships, I think, are also very good. Perfect. No, very good. Great question. Okay. <laughs>
1: Next question, my partner of six years has a secret social media account where he's been sexting other people and sending pictures and videos. I'm not sure where he met these women, but I don't think any have progressed into an in-person meetup or affair. I discovered the account a few weeks ago and can't decide what to do about it. I don't want to know if this has gone further because I know I couldn't deal with it if it has. I absolutely adore him. Mm. We have young kids and a fantastic relationship. If this is all he's up to, I'm thinking I might just leave it alone. Is it any worse than him looking at porn? Or do you think it means something that he's cheating in the flesh?
0: Well, I I know that <laughs> she's making a face. I know that the I know that everybody out there is gonna go, call him on it, get rid of him. And there will be the tiniest, tiniest little group that will go, actually I kind of see where she's coming from. And this all comes down to privacy versus secrecy if you have too much privacy in a relationship then you feel alienated from your partner but if you don't have enough privacy you can feel you know claustrophobic and like you need to and each couple is very different and this is all about I mean the fact that she sort of sees it as kind of okay means that their balance of privacy and secrecy is probably different than the average couple right that's what I think first up and I do get where she's coming from. I mean, he is interacting, but not in the flesh, so she thinks. Anyway, I don't think he's probably cheating because I think there'd be evidence of that on that account if he was cheating in the flesh with these women. I do think it's similar to porn, but there's, it's again, as I always say, it's the big leap between watching porn and interacting. And he is well and truly interacting. And I think then my opinion is that it's disrespectful and it really definitely does breach trust. And however calm and reasonable this woman is, she's amazing. She's not going to be able to forget about this. It's not something you can do, oh, well, and just push it to one side. So, and also the main reason why I would strongly advise that she talks to him about this is that he's pushed it. He's pushed it. He's pushed the boundaries quite a long way, I would say. Now, as the relationship gets gets older and he gets a little bit more bored with sex and monogamy, will he then go even further. I don't know whether he's going to take it even further. And this is why I would step in now and say, look, you know, set some boundaries. Think about, you know, what line she she thinks that he can't cross because she's kind of cool with it now. But what is her line? What is her line that says, right, I'm okay with you doing this, but what's the line that he can't cross? And then I would sit down with him and say, look, I was doing X and I discovered your secret sexting account I'm presuming it hasn't been taken any further um, but can we talk about this and the correct reaction by him by the way he he should be horrified ashamed embarrassed all of those things if he's not you have a problem because that means he doesn't see anything wrong with this but if he's like oh my god oh my god then you can sort of have a discussion and say look I kind of get it but what are you missing from us why do you need to do this for a start and also just so you know if you do X, it will be all over. And then she has to think about if you do Y, is she cool with it?
1: Yeah, it's so it's interesting because our parents and their parents didn't have this stuff to deal with, right? Back in the day, no. my grandparents, you might have slept with your secretary and you would do it in a hotel or at the office and you didn't have time to have all these connections and you didn't have time to see all these pictures like it's such a different ball game than it was 50 years ago because of social media and because of the internet i mean you know i always struggle i struggle with this i love how she's talking about it because there's a non hyper response that she's kind of understanding that this might be, this is part of what he likes and she's trying to figure out what she's comfortable with. And it sounds like she's fine with anything that doesn't involve actual human touching to human touching. Mm, mm. The the fact that he has the relationships with the people, he's not just looking, he's actually like talking to people and he's sending pictures. Like if he, if my husband's sending a picture of his private part, it's a no-go for me. I just that would be too far for me. If he's looking mm. at stuff online or videos, I don't know. I guess that doesn't, but once he gets involved, then I feel like it's a neck, it's another level. But it sounds like she's they have they they really love their relationship. So this is the thing about relationships now. The the game is changing so much. Yeah. Because
0: it's it's not like it used to be. So I have no idea. I reckon she probably wishes she'd never discovered it. That's what she's really wishing, isn't it? I wish I'd never discovered this. Oh, that's
1: actually and a great I sometimes
0: point. think, I mean, we, we've talked about this before, but sometimes I think, Christ Miles, my husband, if you if you get up to something, for God's sake, cover your tracks. <laughs> like, I don't oh. want to discover anything. I really don't. Oh, I mean, like, I, my mom... I, I wouldn't mom, be able to live with it. Yeah,
1: people, I, I forget someone who told me who said, "If if you feel bad, if you feel bad enough, don't say anything. Like, if you did something that you don't, that you don't like or you know isn't, don't put that on them too that they have to walk around with it for the rest of your life. Like meaning if you have an affair and it ends, don't go tell them you did it because yes. it just hurts them. I mean, ideally you wouldn't do it if you you didn't want to, but Nate used to always say to me, don't do anything you wouldn't want done to you.
0: That yeah, was always his
1: line. So yeah. I think that's something like, yeah. what are you comfortable with having doing and that would you be comfortable with
0: them doing it and vice versa? Mm.
1: I don't know. I don't know what you yeah, do. Most about this people
0: stuff. wouldn't, but this woman sounds like she kind of is. But I do think he needs to be called on I don't think keeping quiet is the answer. And then, and then I think everybody listening to this will be going, "Oh my god, she should just tell him to sod off." But. I mean for instance right this weekend I'm going away with some girlfriends and if Miles spends the whole weekend looking at porn puts it on the big screen (laughs) closes the curtains good for him I honestly couldn't care less I think it was hilarious if he did that but other people would say that's the end of the relationship so it's all very very personal to our own you know limits and expectations and I do think that our definitions of fidelity are being pushed and pushed and pushed. Agreed. Because Agreed. I'm surprised at this letter, but then I thought, why am I surprised? This, this is, I get so much, you know, I've just caught my husband sexting somebody. Oh my God, I'm should I dump them? And now it happens so often that in fact, you know, it's happening so often that some women are saying, well, maybe this is just a fact of life. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and more women have access to all of this. So it used to be that the men did because they went to work and they got to be get out and see other people. But it's equal on both sides, I think. I think there's a whole—I wonder how our kids will look at things because the access to other people mm. is so huge. It's not that the marriage vows need to change, that they're committed, but there is going to be some discussions on how this works uh, moving forward because— Completely. Yeah, Good luck, my friend. Yeah, absolutely good luck. Okay, well, I look forward to seeing how they handle it. So write us back and tell us what you, what you find when you guys have an honest conversation about it. It'll be interesting. Mm, intrigued. Okay, last question. I am a man who has been married for 32 years and have a good sex life with my wife. I'm interested in trying new things like toys, but every time I ask, she says that they are not for her. How can I convince her otherwise? What's the best way to introduce sex toys into the marriage?
0: do you know when I wrote hot not hot sex that was my first book when I wrote my last book which was called great sex starts at 50 I was astonished at the resistance to sex toys from people women over 50 I was just like doesn't everybody have a vibrator like what's wrong with you it was like young women have Kelsey's shaking her head which how do you survive without a vibrator I just don't that's the simplest way to orgasm
1: yeah, I mean, I don't I think, again, remember in America, if you grow up in a kind of a a more Christian religious mm. household, which is a lot more. of the, yeah, it's just you don't, it's, it's, you might get, you might get one. And most of all my friends have one, but it's not something we talk about a lot. It's not something that we right. would share. It's kind of a private thing. Everybody knows that they have it, but it's not now, of course, it's talked about more, but
0: yeah. for a long time. kids will yeah because three um most young women now have they've just done a um, thing about this have three vibrators three different different styles of vibrators because
1: you can buy them now at target or store like they're the online you there used to be it was very hard to get them privately without going to go to go to a sex store where you had to be over 18 now you just order it on amazon and it's what it always presents as like a back a back massager
0: they don't say like
1: the tourists. <laughs> order it on Amazon. Order it from Love Honey, which right. is where my range is. Exactly. Are. You should get it from Love Honey yeah. because hers are good because I got a package of them and I am quite impressed with all of the products.
0: Yeah. But I, I wonder, apart from the religious thing, I, I, there was, when I asked all these women questions, they said, "What? Well, what's there's nothing wrong with me, so why would I need a sex toy? It was like, there might be something wrong with me. They felt like it was an insult to their partner and they felt like it was kind of weird and I suppose in the old days sex toys were weird and sex shops were weird and then you would you know you would think that it was a man in a raincoat but it's very very interesting and I'm guessing that this woman is older because if they have been married 32 years she's probably at least over 50 I'm guessing the thing is though with sex toys everybody listening who's young have try and get into the habit of using when you're young because you need them when you're older And the reason why you need them is because you become desensitized, it's harder to tip over into orgasm, and vibrators come in very handy, and so do male sex toys like strokers and stuff, because men need more stimulation. So they can be very handy when you're older. Now, so how to introduce sex toys to somebody who's resistant? First thing, start by reassuring. Make sure they know that it's not that there's anything wrong you know, they're not trying to replace the person. If you're buying a vibrator, like, oh, is my penis enough? No, it's not actually, because we need facial stimulation. <laughs> but, but pretend that you're not trying to replace. It's not a criticism of the sex life and that you want to try simply because it's something new and you want to keep the sex life as good as it is today. I want that to continue. Never surprised with a toy, especially in this scenario where someone said I'm not that keen don't then jump into bed and go look at this and bring out a fabulous anal kit or something no never do that and also make it clear that you're very you just want her to try it or him to try it they don't have to like it they just have to try it And if they don't like it because sex toys aren't lots of people's bag or some people's bag if it isn't then you've got to respect the decision but If she sort of of says, okay, well, under those circumstances, I will try. There's a very set formula, a very set order, I think, to how you buy them. You do not go in with anything complicated or out there like a pegging kit or a big rabbit vibrator or anything like that. Make sure that they're stylish and classy and not tacky, right? So, and start really, really simple with a couple toy, like Massage Oil. It's not officially a sex toy, but it kind of is. Anything that you bring in to enhance, you know, sex. So no one's going to get offended at Massage Oil. A blindfold. No mm. one's really going to get offended. No really pretty little blindfold, no? I've never done that. i got to Oh, my God. Try it. Try it tonight with your lover. <laughs> Try it tonight. It's great. You remove one. <laughs> I've never one's. done that. I've never done that. That's actually a great idea it's a really simple way it sounds so simple but removing one sense makes everything feel so much better because you've got no idea it takes away the predictability because you can't see what the person's going to do really really good thing And you can use anything for a blindfold you don't right. have to buy one put a sock a big sock put around a, my eyes Sock, what about a a nice scarf or something? (laughs) A nice scarf, I'll try that too. Okay, keep going. (laughs) Or a pair of stockings, or I'm going to be busy tonight. Okay, what about um, the other thing, orgasm gel that's sort of non offensive, it's just a gel that you know makes the clitoris tingle, makes orgasms feel more intense. She can use that on her own. Then I'd probably go, you could try some pretty handcuffs, people think they're a bit of a joke, but you know, it sort of gives the hint. Or you could try a little bullet vibe. Those little bullet vibes, they're the size of a tampon. They're so inexpensive. Women love them. That's still one of my best sellers. And because they're cheap, they're they're really effective. You could try a beginner's bondage kit, which are like fun sort of tie up things. She's widening the eyes. (laughs) And if she liked that, you know the best thing that I would try? If you're a couple and you're cool with sex toys and you go, I don't even know where to start. The best way to start is with a beginner's kit. So go on to... Love Honey or wherever you want to go, type in beginner's kit sex toys and they will give you a package of all the sex toys that would cost so much more if you bought them separately. They put in all the, you know, end of blind ones. They're still really good and it will have a whole array of things. Probably have eight different toys. You can, you know, muck around and try all these different toys and see what you like and what you don't like. But things like um, a love ring, which is a vibrating penis ring that he wears on the penis, During intercourse, it's got a little vibrator that works on her clitoris. That's sort of something that's good to try with men who are threatened by sex toys. A male masturbatory sleeve is something that you use during what do you got hand stimulation, and women love it because it makes their job so much easier. You can, you know, if you use that, all you have to do is, you know, move it up and down on the shaft of the penis, and, and men are like, oh my god, that was the best hand job I've ever had in my entire life. So it all works to help, you know, they, that, that's the order I'd go very, very gently, gently. And then you can move on to more exciting things. I think too, for a woman, cause it sounds like he's trying to get her, like give her a small
1: bullet and say, why don't you f- try this on your own when you're by yourself? Mm,
0: exactly. Cause yes. I think
1: sometimes too, they're embarrassed to have, have an orgasm or have something where someone's looking at their face or watching yes. them yes. or it, like, let her figure it out and say, you know what, here's this little thing. Try it if you want you can do it on your own. And then we can see if we can implement this in the whole, in our in our sex life. But Yeah, because
0: Kelsey, there are so many women who love sex toys and, and yeah. never use them with a partner. So you've got sex toys mm-hmm. you use on your own and sex toys sex toys you use with your partner. And <laughs> I'd say 80% of the people I know who have sex toys don't use them with their partner. Okay. So there's two different groups of people. So using it with your partner is a big leap for people. They they, you know, they would feel a bit embarrassed.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's great. I love it. Go to Love Honey. And just, I was also thinking for the holidays or birthdays, like we should start to give each other the little beginner kits for friends, for whatever. Like if we're all trying to figure out this new new age of sexuality, I think that's a great idea to just say, I mean, I don't know, just thinking outside outside the box, literally.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I'd be interested to see is how AI affects sex. I mean, it's going to be extraordinary we, well it's going to be like they'll have you'll you'll be able to order a person have you seen you have you seen the goggles the with the things. porn yes. it's one of the yes. scariest
1: things I've ever seen because if kids get a hold of it it is as if you are having sex and you put yeah. as opposed to going on a ferris wheel or a roller coaster these people are literally having sex with yeah. you in your brain it is mind-blowing and very
0: alarming in terms of if kids get
1: it in there <laughs> Hands. I
0: know, but then you think about that and you think, right, okay, are they going to prefer that to in the flesh well, sex, which means they're not going to have STIs, they're not going to get anyone pregnant? Yeah, Maybe but they're not going to have,
1: they're not going to feel held.
0: You know, I, know, I love the holding. Intimacy, I, lo- I, know, yeah. I love the love. I love when you feel loved. I don't think we're ever going to stop. I mean, when vibrators first got popular, it was like, well, women won't need men anymore. It's like, well, well, yes, they will. They can't go out to dinner with a vibrator, can they? They can't, yeah, you know, but, but and those, it shall make after dinner better. That's for sure. <laughs> but we'll all still right. need the closeness and the intimacy i think i don't think that's going to be a threat i don't think you can replicate that or maybe no. they will i don't know it's all very interesting isn't it well we'll keep you kept posted but yes buy some sex toys
1: and just try it again the theme of this podcast is trying new things and if you don't yes. like it okay no problem yeah move on so all right thank you guys so much keep sending in questions they're all good and um we
0: hope you try something new this week Yes, definitely. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextalkpod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts.